the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Perspective. Teaching. Conversation. This is Isaiah 61. Over the next half hour, you'll hear why the Lord provided those verses and how they can be used in witnessing, in the church, and in daily life as God's children. Now, here's your host of Isaiah 61 from Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. This is Pastor Joe Sutton uh, coming to you now on radio as we go back to uh, new show number three. All right. <laughs> I'm back in the saddle. I ain't fell off no tree limbs or nothing yet, so we're we're all good. Yeah, I'm looking forward. You know, I have a question today. What are you looking forward to doing when the weather changes? What are you looking forward to doing when the weather changes? And some of us dream about fishing. Some of us dream about biking. Some of us dream about sun. <laughs> you know, what are you looking forward to doing when the weather changes? Yeah, I mean, we always had these 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 things that happen. I noticed in Minnesota since I've been here, is that you know we we can't wait till it warms up. Oh, I'm gonna do all this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And then when the weather changes, we say, "Ooh, Lord, it's too hot." You know, it's too hot. It's too hot, man. It need it need to cool down some so I can do this, that, and that. And I've I've just come to understand Paul's words even more. You know, you know, to 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 to, to I have learned. Paul said, I have learned. You know, he didn't say he already knew how, but he said, I have learned to be content in whatever situation I'm in. And and to draw to be content in that, that takes a lot of maturity to be content in whatever situation you're in. So if you're in a situation of famine, you're content. If you're in a, in a situation of prosperity, you know, you're you're content. You know, we usually have a certain situation we want to be in, right? Me, it's, you know, you know about 85, 95 degrees, uh, <laughs> sun out every day. You know, that, that that's contentment to me, right? And, uh, you know, a couple of hundred days in there, you know, just a little heat, packing a little heat, you know what I mean? At first I get short-winded, but then after a while I just say, ah, this feels good. Right, and then when it's not in my level of contentment, then I have a, a sore spot, sore rain. You know, it's it's too cold, it's too rainy, it's too, it's too whatever. But Paul said, "I've learned to be content," meaning that he had to learn how to be content. He wasn't perfect, you know. He was, he was, he was a little anal himself when things didn't go his way. But he said he had to learn to be content, and that's what we have to do. We have to learn to be content. You know what I mean? And whatever situation the Lord places us in, because whatever situation the Lord places us in, that is his will for us on that day. You know what I mean? And I know sometimes you may think like, well, it's not the Lord's will for me to go through uh, evil circumstances or different things like that. And we come up with a lot of different things 
the wild, wild west scenarios of of what what God may throw at us. You know, you know, he, he gonna call me to be a missionary in the backwoods of Africa. Or I'll never get married or something like that. You know, but if, if you're not married, guess what? Learn to be content. <laughs> if you are married, guess what? Learn to be content. Yeah, you know I mean, so the issue is here is not getting what we want. The issue here is not your basking in the, in the joy of the Lord. The issue here is learning to be content. And that's not with the whining and the complaining. So back to my original question. What do you want to do when the weather warms up? Yeah, I, me personally, uh, I was telling the, my rehab, rehab nurse that all I want to do is be able to just to walk and navigate again so I can get out here on these streets and share the gospel with these young cats and to make sure that my world is okay for my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. That's what I want to do. I ain't got no plans of of uh, chilling out in no big yacht or nothing like that. You know, I want to get out here and disciple some people. I want to get out here and, and take some people to the other side because I know if I get them right, they'll in turn go after the ones in their generation and who will go after the ones in their generation. And this thing can keep snowballing, you know, just like, you know, we're talking about a snowball chance of hell. We'll have more than a snowball chance of hell. But we'll be the only snowball in hell. Because it'll be a miracle. They'll be dancing down there in hell to see the miracle that God is doing as he, he, he becomes a multi-generational God to so many people and not just a once in a lifetime. You know, he wants every other generational God. So that's 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 what I look forward to in the summer. Along with catching some fish, you know, and you know, doing some crazy trips with my 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 sons and grandsons and you know, you know, we always had them crazy ideas in the summertime. Ain't nothing to do but but uh flex and relax and, and get something going. So and the reason why I say that when we look at Isaiah sixty one, you know, first thing it talks about is preaching the good news to the poor. And uh and and, and the reason why, you know, people still refer to my church as B I C because we were believers in Christ. And I changed the name to the Spirit of the Lord Church. And they just stick with the BIC. And and the reason why I changed the name, though, is because it's it's not enough to be a, even say you're a believer. You know, if we are not slack on our job, when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon a person, there are some tangible, visible results when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon somebody. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm just not talking about if you're Pentecostal, you're speaking in tongues. And if you're not Pentecostal, you know, you know, you you become, you know, saved and, and feel prepared to get baptized. I'm talking about some some some. I like the Isaiah 61 tangibles, the Luke chapter four tangibles. You know what I mean? Where Jesus says, "The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, <clears throat> in order for me to preach good news to the poor, right? To the poor. Now we have a we we define the poor on a rich, a money scale, monetary scale." Financial scale. You know, we look at economics. We look at the poor. God looks at the poor as far as the state of their relationship with him. If your relationship with him is in right standing, then guess what? Man, you're rich beyond measure. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't care if you, like the old widow only had two mites. Two, you have mites, yeah, two mites. You know, you're rich beyond measure, right? And 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 then, but we look at the poor as, you know, how much money you have. You know, whether you're putting in a hundred thousand or whatever like that. And, and money does make this world run simpler. Money does, you know, keep things going and running and in exchange rate. But but that the rich and poor here is is totally spiritual. And where you coming from? Is it, you know, are you rich? Are you are you abounding in his riches? You know what I mean? Because if you're abounding in his riches in heaven, guess what? It won't be long before it manifests itself upon this earth. Yeah, and so so you 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 have that rich poor that to preach good news to the poor. To go out there and those people who don't know Christ, who don't have a relationship with Christ, I don't care how much money they have, I don't care how much social standing they have, right? But you, you preach good news to the poor. You know, you preach that good news to them and you let them understand that there's something better. Well in their world, what can be better? You know, a stock tip, something like that? You know, no, no, but you understand there is something better. I got some good news for you. You know what I mean? I got some good news for you. And it points toward, you know, your salvation and your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? You, you don't believe Yeshua has already come? Oh, well, let me take you through the scriptures and walk you through the scriptures and, 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 and give you the good news that he's come. And he's manifested himself on earth and glory already. And we're waiting for a second coming now. Yeah, you know, those are the things that that we are called to do. Those are the things that manifest themselves in the life of a believer. When they came out of the upper room, they came out the upper room. They came out of there, you know, and we like the story about the the clothing of the fire over their head, and they spoke a language everybody understood. But the issue is, what were they doing with that ability to speak a language? They were witnessing. He said, and you shall be my witnesses. And that's what they did. They witnessed. When a person is filled with the Spirit of God, they witness. You know, they they can't hold back. They got to tell somebody what Jesus has done for me. You know, that song used to say, I got to tell somebody. I just can't keep it to myself what the Lord has done for me. Dun, dun. And, and you can't. I remember when I first said that, that's all I could do was talk about the wonders of Jesus, everything like that. Man, my friends looked at me like, this brother then really went over the edge. He is gone. Right? And I'm man, I'm delivering dissertations. You know what I mean? I'm, 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 I'm going for it. I'm trying to get everybody to follow me. I don't want nobody to be left behind. You know what I mean? Don't want nobody to be left behind. You know what I mean? Just get Got to got to get him out of there, you know, and uh, and and that's what happens, you know. We we want to preach good news to the poor, you know. The thing I like about uh, Minnesota, our winners give us a chance to restart. You know, you were like, "Ooh, that's season number one, restart." You know what I mean? Because it's like it go, you know, you go from seeing everybody to seeing nobody. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you shocked people that grew since the last time you saw them or whatever like that. 
and and you you look at it and go like wow, you know, and and you, it, it's just a, a it, it marks a clear ending and a clear beginning. You know, the, the police department likes it because crime goes down. You know, and after my first year here, I said I see why crime goes down because uh, who wants to be out there criminalizing in this weather, right? Ain't nobody standing on the corner selling no drugs or selling no sex. Oh, no, you better get mail order. You know what I mean? It's, it's too cold for that. You know what I mean? People set up spots in people's house say, I'll be at this house for two days and everything like that. And I say, uh, I see why they do it that way because it's, it ain't worth it. You know what I mean? It's not worth it. You know, we went through a cold snap back in February, man, and made everybody's car sound like it was on a on a, on a voice box. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter went to start her car. She said she thought it was on the voice box. I was like, oh my goodness. You know, what's going on? But 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 that that's what we we put all quote unquote put all our eggs in that one basket. You know what I mean? We're not like, you know, Miami or Houston where, you know, you you do you year round, you know, you just get up and go. You know, you don't get no natural break in between, you know what I mean? You know, you don't get to hibernate, <laughs> as I call it. You, we, we get to hibernate, you know what I mean? We, and, and call it a day and, and, and keep on rolling. But uh, it, but, the be- but the beauty of it is is that we have a season, you know, and, and, and we need to get out here during that season and share the good news. Share the good news. Share the good news to the poor, you know, Share the good news to the poor. Let them know that the Savior has come, right? As Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. And 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 I'm about to tell y'all the good news. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the joy and the dutimus and the power that we have that comes along with our with our faith. You know, and in order to do that, you gotta learn how to be content. You gotta learn how to shut it down for three, four months. And then learn how to start it back up again. Don't get so used to don't get so used to being on shutdown mode that uh that you you sitting there and you don't want to start it back up again. You don't want to get going again. You you like you like sitting in front of T V with your blanket and your Netflix. You know what I mean? Go on, you know, and now it's it's time to get back out there and get it. It's time to be out there and get it and, and find the poor and preach the good news to them. You know, and that's what puts everybody on the same line, well, wherever they are economically, you know, spiritually, whatever, is that either rich in his riches, or you you're poor. And in, in in your relationship with him, and and God is coming to make us rich in that relationship, and He's using us. I count it a privilege that He uses me. You know, in that in that arm in that facility. You, know, you listen to. Uh, Spirit of the Lord Church's radio program, Isaiah 61. And uh and we put this program on for two reasons. One, you know, to to get the good news out there, you know, encourage and we realize we're on a Christian station. So we want to encourage the believer. Yeah, you know I mean, we want to encourage them. And uh two, to show other small churches that they don't have to be afraid of radio. You don't have to be afraid of media. You know, what I mean they they can go out there and they can do an effective job. And, and they can get out there and they can tackle it. And it's not going to cost them, you know, an arm and a leg. You know what I mean? Because we, 
we want to be a motivator. You know, we want to be a, not a trendsetter, but a motivator for what's going on. So we're going to take a break up here, listen to some announcements. And then after we listen to these announcements, we're going to come back and wrap this show up. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community, Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Begin each workday in the Word with the Ministry Morning here on AM 980 The Mission. Listen to the teaching and preaching of Dr. J. Vernon McGee, Greg Laurie, John MacArthur, and Philip DeCourcy while getting the news updates you need to start your day right. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. Nice, smooth waves upon the shores. Yes, those days will be coming, but you better grab them quick. Because as usual, they'll be gone. <laughs> and you'll be trying to get to Florida. <laughs> so you get to Florida while it's cheap. And uh, stay in Minnesota and enjoy the rest. I was just looking for tickets to Florida. <laughs> I was just looking, yeah. I was just going to do it on a whim. The tickets are, tickets are pretty decent. I guess you can get to Hawaii for like 300 bucks right now. You just got to pay for it once you get there. Oh, yeah. That's what they get you. Waiting. I did a timeshare, and it still cost me a lot of money. <laughs> you know, just the difference between my timeshare and that one is like, you know, like, oh, my goodness. Man, that trip ended up costing me. It cost me half a car. <laughs> <laughs> or a full, really, really not good car, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think all totally, by the time I finished everything. Like half a Cadillac or? Yeah, it was eight grand. All man. of a Daewoo. <laughs> it was three of us, but it was eight grand, you know. I just, you Ouch. Know, I was like, ugh. This is one of the once in a lifetime things you save up for your, <laughs> yourself and your, your spouse to get over there. You know, but if you go over there and hum around, man, you can bum around. You know, for a little no money, you know, mm-hmm. jump around different places. You know, if you're young, you can get hostels. Uh, you know, and I didn't know they had such a large homeless population. In, but if I'm going to be homeless, I'm going to be homeless in Hawaii. Yeah, I know some buddies who went to school there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got some elements there you don't quite expect. <laughs> yeah, you know, we throw my tent up out here. <laughs> Down the beach. <laughs> right, put my headphones on and just relax. Oh, man. I was like looking at the news. I'm like, oh, my goodness. People living in these tents. I'm like, golly. Is it, it, what? 
Yo, but if that's the place to be, yeah, that's the place I don't want to be homeless in. In Hawaii. <laughs> in Hawaii. Me too. Yeah, I'm going to get that one-way ticket. <laughs> <laughs> You're stuck with me, guys. <laughs> me. Let me look. Well, Daddy, where you at? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mom, cell phone battery running out. See how that is. We can dream, right? Yeah, we can dream. It's okay to dream. Yeah, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Preach good news to the poor. You know, what do you want to do once it gets warm this spring? You know, our church has already been planning things we want to do, community meals, outdoor services, um, you know, just different little things that we only can do during that time. We used to do outdoor movie. And, you know, and everybody thought the movie was good because of all the clapping. But it was really the mosquitoes that they was killing. You know, <laughs> smacking the mosquitoes. It wasn't clapping for the movie. It was the mosquitoes that was tearing people up. You know, so then, you know, it, attendance room, so we made an outdoor video game. Oh, then attendance was way up. You know, outdoor video game. Attendance was like, ooh, everybody wanted to be that in. You know, so, I mean, you could do catchy, creative things to take advantage of the outdoors, to take advantage of getting out there and, and reaching reaching people, making them feel comfortable, you know, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, men's breakfasts or cookouts or anything that's in between getting together, you know, and, and taking advantage of, of, uh, of the other side of life, the other side of weather, the nice weather. I mean, that's how I look at it. I, I look at ways to, to get out there and, and be creative, you know, whether it's on a, a playground, you know, sponsoring a little playground Olympics, you know, just get the kids together. And the ones who missed it always come by knocking on the door. We missed it. You ain't tell nobody was coming. You know what I mean? Well, that was on purpose. I want you to come beg for it. You know what I mean? So so they come back and we do we do a bigger one and then we get a gospel that one or a hot day, have a water balloon fight, water gun fight, you know. You just gotta think of ways that you can impact your community. Not just your church. I mean we do it as a church family. We do those things. We like seeing them in youth group or children, children's church. You know what I mean? But we don't think about impacting the community with those very same activities and ideas. And that's what we need to be going at. I mean, yeah, there's lost in church, too. Don't get me wrong. Now. There's, there's, there's lost folks there. There's poor people there who need to hear the gospel, need to become rich in the word. But at the same time, there, there, there's, there's always an opportunity for us to reach out to our community and get some things, and get some things done. And get things like, what do you want to do when this weather turns warm? You know what I mean? In between the spending time with family and going fishing and, and everything like that, and, man, I haven't caught a walleye in a while, and I've been thinking about it. You know what I mean? You know, but uh, sometimes I get out on Lake Minnetonka or my likes, and I'm just happy to be out there. I feel the wind in my face and, and hear the boat motor turn. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't even think about it. Whether I got skunked or not. You know what I mean? It's like, I, 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 just, I was just happy to be out there. Yeah, know? that's not the point. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Who cares? Then yeah. you got a reason to come back the next time, right? Right. But, well, because you on Malax, especially Malax, man, it's, it's so many restrictions and rules that you don't know whether you actually caught the fish or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'll stick with Tonka. Yeah. You go like, is it is it a keeper? Is it a... Is it, <laughs> Let me call my lawyer. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, the DNR taking me down there for some little minor did. You know, past the court with fish half inch too big. <laughs> well, they're serious about that. Oh. Very serious. Yeah. And the DNR, they can uh, they can take everything. They got as much power as just about anybody. Man. Little PSA, be safe out there. Get a license. Yeah. Like, you see, <laughs> Follow like, the rules. Follow the rules. <laughs> so you can keep your boat. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So you can get past your Joel ride, right? <laughs> yeah. Give me a ride. We can go cruise around. Especially if you got a pontoon. <laughs> you know, we just have one with a grill on it. We're going to eat regardless. We either grill something or we're going to deep fry something. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. A little Weber. Yeah, yeah. Get them out there, get it going. But yeah, yeah. Not much. People just wanted to throw a bug in your ear, get you to thinking about, you know, things that you can do to be creative, to get out there and preach good news uh, to the poor, you know, and not good news to the rich. You know, we want to go out there and look for the poor. And the poor being those that are, are, that are spiritually without a savior right Jesus is not Lord of their life so have a great week God bless you and I'll see you next week